Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast, where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives. And here's your host. He's an Amazon best-selling author, six-figure blogger, internet marketer, and one of the top life coaches in the world, Stefan Palernos. All right, everyone, let's get started. Today's uh, live stream. I'm excited to have this chance to be able to speak with you guys. Uh, today's topic is going to be on success rituals for an extraordinary life. And as you guys probably know, we're streaming this right now in three different locations. We're streaming it on YouTube. Hey, everybody on YouTube. Thanks for joining in. We're streaming it on Periscope, Project Life Master on Periscope. What's up, Periscope? And we're also streaming it on Facebook Live at the Stephen James Facebook Live. So if your connection drops out, if something happens with the stream, as oftentimes uh, that can occur when it comes to technology, then there's three different locations that you guys can resume the connection and continue watching. Uh, If you guys are watching this in any of the three locations, the recording of this will be available on YouTube, Periscope, and Facebook afterwards. So if you have to step out, totally fine. You guys can rewatch this again and again. All right. How is everyone doing today? How's everyone doing? I'd love to hear where you guys are joining in from, where in the world. So if you guys could leave a comment, let me know where you guys are from. Let me know where you guys are joining in from. I'd love to hear where that is. And by the way, I have my iPad here because um, I want to be able to see the, the YouTube comments. So we got Minneapolis, Arizona, Kuwait, Miami, Calgary, Alberta, New Zealand, Fort Lauderdale, Miami Beach, Rochester, New York, West Palm Beach. Awesome. Texas. A lot of Americans joining in today. Oh, we got a Canadian from Kamloops, British Columbia. Jacksonville, Florida. Got a few people from Florida here. You guys should plan a, a Florida meetup. We got someone from Canada. Fellow Canadians. I'm joining in from uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. And let me see if I can pull up the YouTube comments here for those that are on YouTube. Let's see here. We got people all over the world, which is awesome, guys. Well, we're going we're gonna to go into a lot today. Hold on one sec. I'm not sure if you can change that description there that I see. If, if that's correct. All right. All right, guys, let's jump into it. Talk to you guys today about, and my whole outcome today is to add as much value to you guys as possible. I want to give you guys practical tips, strategies, things that you can take away with that you can immediately use to enhance the quality of your life. And this, this talk today is going to be on all aspects of life because in order to live an extraordinary life, That means that you have to have mastery and be improving and making progress on all aspects of your life. You can't just focus on one area of your life and expect to have an extraordinary life. You have to focus on all the different areas of life. And really what it comes down to is there's only about seven or eight areas of life that every human being has to focus on. These are the areas of life that we all have in common. Okay, We all have these core primary areas of life in common. And I'm going to go over them with you guys in this video. So what are the different areas of life? What are areas of life that you guys have to master and focus on? Well, 
I'll tell you guys one of the most important ones that we all have, if you're watching this, is our physical body. All right, your physical body. Can everybody see that? You guys might have a little bit of a hard time on Facebook. Physical body. We all have a physical body if you're watching this. This is a core area of life. And your physical body really makes up your health. Okay, because if you don't take good care of your body, you don't take good care of your health, then you're not going to be able to experience this incredible gift that we've all been given called life. Our physical body is the vehicle that allows us to experience all that we get to experience. And if you don't take care of your body, then your, your experience of life is going to suffer, right? The lack of energy you have is going to affect every other aspect of life. But more than that, your physical body can also be your physical fitness, you know, in terms of your physical capacity, your strength, your endurance, how you physically look and feel. That's an area of your life that you all have to pay attention to. You all have to have rituals for, which is something we're going to go into today's video on how to, you know, what are the rituals you need to have for your body and what are the rituals you need to have on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis, and also maybe even a yearly basis. And I'm going to share with you guys certain rituals for your physical body that you can apply immediately, you can make a habit of in your life. I'm going to share rituals that I personally use and also rituals from the most successful people in the world. Okay, so we're going to talk about that. What's another area of life? This is a big one. Your emotions. Your emotions. Yeah, we all are emotional beings. We all experience different emotions and really your emotional well-being is one of the most important areas right there with your physical body because your emotions are what's going to color your entire experience of life and what are the emotions that i'm talking about well everybody wants to experience more pleasure in their lives we all want to experience more joy uh you know more happiness more fulfillment more gratitude more freedom more passion more inner peace more of a sense of purpose, motivation, inspiration. These are all emotions that we all want to experience more of. And at the same time, we want to destroy and get rid of negative emotions. Anger, frustration, fear, depression, unhappiness, um, guilt, shame. These are all negative emotions that long-term don't really serve us. They can ser serve us in a moment, you know, in the moment, you know, feeling some frustration, anger, these are all things that we're all going to experience. I don't care how enlightened you are, you will experience it. But emotional mastery, mastering this area means that you use your emotions. You don't let your emotions use you. You have control and you have total mastery of that. If you can master this area of your life, everything else in your life will transform. So we're going to talk about your emotional well-being, which is all an area of life that we all have in common that you have to master. You have to have rituals for it. You have to have an ongoing practice that strengthens, similar to how you strengthen your body, also strengthening your emotions. Okay? Because this, again, that's the vehicle that you experience life through. It affects everything. Okay? So what other areas of life are important that we all have in common? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to open this up to you guys. People here on Facebook, Periscope, YouTube, what are some areas of life that are important that we all have in common that you have to master? Okay, you can't dabble at. You have to master these areas, areas of life. 
And by the way, I'm asking you guys a question because I want you guys to engage, okay? I don't want you guys just to sit there passively. I want you guys to be engaged in some way because if you just sit there passively, you're not going to retain the information as much as you actually participating in this live talk, all right? By you actually playing full out, you're going to get so much more out of it and you're going to emotionally associate to what I'm talking about. All right, so we've got finances, relationships, health, love, finance, great. So let's jump into relationships. Now, this is a big one. Your relationships, and relationships come in many forms. It could be an intimate relationship with a man or a woman. It could be a relationship or a friendship or, you know, with a family member or a friend. You know, this is an area of a life that you have to master because we're social beings. You know, we have to make sure that we nurture relationships. And relationships allow us to amplify our experience of life, right? I'm not sure if you've ever experienced this before, but whenever something amazing happens, don't you want to share that with someone else? You know, you always want to share that experience because when you share it, it amplifies your experience of life. It'd be very lonely to live your life, you know, entirely by yourself. Human beings aren't made that way. We're, we're very social beings, you know? You know, thousands of years ago, human beings, we, you know, lived in communities and we had neighbors and friends and family and that's, that's how we've lived uh, for centuries now. So relationships, you have to have rituals for, okay? You have to have rituals for an extraordinary relationship. There's rituals of love. There's rituals of passion. There's rituals of intimacy, okay? If you want to have a passionate love affair, it's not going to happen, you know, automatically. You have to be proactive in creating that. And the same thing goes with extraordinary friendships. And you could separate the two. If you wanted to separate relationships and maybe have a different category of your life called friends or family or your social life, then you could separate the two. Okay? But relationships, one of the most important things in life you've got to have rituals for. And we're going to talk about the rituals of that in today's live talk. Okay, what's another area of life, guys? It's another area of life that you have to master and focus on continuously that we all have in common. All right, we're going to... Virtues, I'm looking for a more general area, a category of your life, okay? So how about this? How about your career or business? Now, we all have a career, a business, a mission, a purpose. We all have that. We all have something, some form of work that we have to consistently do, spend our time in, that basically allows us to survive, to thrive, to add value in some way. We all have something like that. And you also have to have rituals for that as well. You have to continuously make sure that you're progressing and growing in your career and your business. And there's rituals that will allow you to master business and master your career. We're going to talk about a lot of those today. So, you know, if you look at someone who's a top business owner, a top entrepreneur, I can guarantee you they have rituals in their business. You have to. You've got to have rituals that are either daily or weekly or monthly or yearly that you consistently do. Okay? So career and business, we're going to talk about that. Another one someone mentioned is finances. Your financial well-being, we all, you know, we live in a, a, 
a money-driven world. Uh, you need money for your survival, okay, to be able to pay for food, for shelter, for sustaining a lot of our, 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 leaves, our, our needs and our lifestyles. So we need money for that. And you've got to have rituals around money, your finances, and you've got to make sure you master that. So we're going to talk about that as well, which is very important. Okay, so financial well-being. That's another core area of life you've got to master. Another one someone mentioned is uh, <clears throat> your spiritual life, right? Hopefully you're a spiritual being, right? You know, I think as Wayne Dyer said, we're not humans. We're not human beings living a spiritual having a spiritual experience, but we're spiritual beings having a human experience. Hopefully you believe that you're more than, than what you are. You're more than just your physical body and that your spirit goes on, right? Because that gives you a deeper sense of meaning and purpose in your life that's beyond this moment. So people that are spiritually fulfilled and that have mastered that, they've got rituals as well. And we're going to talk about that. Now, I mentioned there's seven or eight areas here are six core areas of life, but you can also include, like I said, you can include maybe your friends and family. You can also include your social life. And really, you know, these are, you know, there's more areas you can include if you want. It's, you know, it's, it's real life. You, however you want to categorize the different aspects, but these are the core Areas of life that we all have in common, that we all share, we all experience, that all have to become a priority and all have to be areas of life that we improve and we master. Okay? So, did I miss anything? I'm curious. Let me see if I didn't miss anything. Yeah, you know, someone said, what about hobbies? And yeah, that could be fun. You know, you could have an area of your life called fun or maybe that could fit in your social life. You know, hobbies, things you do with your friends. Or maybe it's emotional things, you know, doing fun things or physical things. Now, the key thing is, guys, what I really want to emphasize is you have to focus on all of these areas of your life simultaneously. Okay? And most problems occur because people, they major in minor things. They don't prioritize these different areas of their life. And sure enough, they, they spend more time learning and putting their energy into things that don't really matter. And these are areas of your life that you have to understand because no one else is going to handle this for you. Right? This is your life. You know, this is your physical body. You can't put that in the hands of someone else. No matter how much you might love them or how authentic they might be or how certain they might be, you have to understand and master your body because if you don't, the consequences of that are dire. You fail to master your body, then sure enough, you're going to be another statistic. And what do the statistics say? They say that one in two people die from cancer, one in two people die from heart disease. A lot of people get diabetes. A lot of people are overweight. I think over 50% of Americans are overweight, something ridiculous like that. You know, most people, they die young. They suffer from low energy. They don't have a body that they're proud of. They don't have the energy, the physical capacity that they really desire. You've got to be responsible and take charge of this area of your life. In the same way, your emotional well-being, you also have to make a priority. You have to have rituals for that as well. 
because, you know, what are the statistics of that? You know, how many people are on antidepressants? They're unhappy. How many people are so emotionally reactive? And I see it all the time. People that are so emotionally unfit that they get upset over the littlest things. And it's just totally insane. And really, the key, you know, I believe these two areas right here, your emotions and physical body, that's really the foundation. That's why I put this at the bottom because this is the foundation to everything else. All areas affect one another. But your emotional and physical body have to be your highest priority. Now, most people, let me ask you, what's most people's priority? Most people, they focus on their career. They spend most of their time there. They you know, just try to create success or money, not fully recognizing that your emotions and physical body are more important and your relationships. In fact, I would say most areas here are more important than money. A lot of people think that money is going to fulfill them, make them happy, when really they're just after money because of an emotion that they're really after. Right? For example, people believe that if I make a lot of money, then I'm going to be happy. You know, or when I make a lot of money, then finally I can contribute. Or when I make a lot of money and I'm successful in my career, then finally I'm going to be significant. I'm going to be able to have more inner peace, whatever it is. And what they're really after is the emotion. Right? They're after an emotional experience. Same thing with even a physically fit body. Right? People want a physically fit body because they believe it's going to make them feel a certain way. People want to have an extraordinary person in their life to attract that because they believe it's going to make them experience a certain emotion. And if you operate that way, then what's going to happen is when you experience that healthy and fit body, when you experience you know, making a lot of money, you're going to be massively depressed because you didn't master this and you thought you ignored this and you used these other vehicles to try to achieve it. All right? So these always have to be the core foundation. I focus on these every day and I have since I was 17 years old. Having rituals in my life to master my emotions, to be happy, to be grateful, to be, ha- to be fulfilled in my life and also for my health and body because I recognize that if I can master this, everything else becomes available. If you master your body, your emotions, attracting a relationship is a lot easier, right? Because you have the energy for it. You have a certain vibrancy. When you're happy, when you're on purpose in your life, when you have confidence, they're going to attract someone in your life just like that, okay? So same thing with your finances. When you take care of your emotions, you're motivated, you have the discipline, you have, you know, uh, you're, you're feeding your mind, you're learning, you're growing, you have the emotional capacity and creating money, building a business, that's easy. But most people, they don't have the energy to build a business because they're tired. They don't take good care of their body. They're tired when they come home from work. And how are you going to build a business or even create anything if you don't have the energy to pursue it? A lot of people, they suffer from a poor relationship because they don't have the energy for it to have and sustain passion. All right? So all of these are important, but really your emotions, your physical body are the most important ones. And I want to emphasize that, okay? To, to give, hopefully you guys can leave this discussion today, this talk, with a higher level of standard for yourself in not only all areas of your life, but specifically your physical body, your emotions. If you can start valuing this more, everything else will become a lot easier. I can promise you guys that, okay? Now, what we're going to do is we're going to dive into each of these areas, Okay, and we're going to go over some rituals 
things that you guys can do that can allow you to be more successful in each of these areas of life. And I believe that you have an extraordinary life when you're constantly making progress in all these different aspects. You live a life of balance. And that's what I'm about. That's what Project Life Mastery is. Project Life Mastery is about life mastery. Not just about one area, about money or about health or whatever it is. It's about all aspects of life. And that's my pursuit. That's why I created Project Life Mastery. And that's what I want to share with you guys today. Now, why rituals? What is a ritual? A ritual is a consistent form of action. It's a habit that you consistently do no matter what. And the rituals that I'm going to be sharing with you are rituals that empower you. They help ensure that you're making progress in all these different areas of life. And each area requires multiple rituals. Now, the truth is that we all have rituals already. You already have rituals in your life, whether you're aware of it or not. You have rituals of what you do every single day when you wake up. I can promise you, if I had a camera, I followed you guys around every single day, I would see the patterns. I would see the rituals that you have. You might not be aware of them, but you have them. Whether that's every single morning you wake up, you brush your teeth. Brushing your teeth, that's a ritual, right? That's something you consistently do. Whether every single morning you wake up and you hit the alarm clock, you know, you snooze for five minutes, or you have your coffee first thing in the morning, right? Or you read the news, you go to Facebook, you go to Snapchat, you go to Instagram, you go to YouTube, right? You consistently do that. You consistently go to work. That's a ritual. You go to your job five days a week. That's a ritual that you do. That's a consistent action, a consistent habit that you're doing on an ongoing basis. You know, maybe you go to church once a week, you know, on Sunday, Maybe you watch consistent shows on TV, right? Maybe you play video games every single day. All rituals. Now, the real question that I have for you guys is, are the rituals in your life, are they empowering you or are they disempowering you? And which area of your life do these rituals fit? Because these are the different categories of life. And there's actually a higher level that we're going to go into, which is in order to actually create the rituals, for each areas of your life, you got to make sure that you have a vision and a goal for each area of your life. Because a ritual is kind of pointless if it's not doing something to move you towards something. Because a ritual, the whole purpose of it, an empowering one, is to not only just maintain, but also to grow from, to make progress towards. All right? So you already have rituals. Are they empowering you or disempowering you? Okay. I want you guys maybe even to take a minute right now and write down a typical day in your life, okay? I'll give you guys a minute or two to do this, but I think there'll be a lot of benefit and value in you guys actually doing this. If you guys could open up a document on your computer or just think in your head or write this out if you want to take even deeper action, write out and think of a day in your life. What are the consistent things you do every single day, the rituals that you have in your life? Think about it. What do you do every day? Every day are you watching YouTube videos? Every day are you reading books? Every day are you doing, spending time in gratitude? Every day are you, you know, eating certain meals and drinking your juice and smoothies and wheatgrass? You know, or every day you drink your coffee, your tea. Every day you drive to work. Every day you go to work. Every day, you know, you meet with a friend. 
Every day you watch a certain show or TV or you play video games. What are the rituals? And be honest with yourself. Really be honest. What are the rituals that you have consistently? Think about the little things. The little things that you do every day in your life that you might not even be aware of until now. You know, I, maybe it's every day you check your email, you check your Facebook, you check your Snapchat. Right? What are the rituals that you have? I'll give you guys another 30 seconds just to write, write out, think about, and you can also think about your weekly rituals too. What are, what are some weekly rituals that you might have or monthly? Maybe every week you go to church. Maybe you, know, you go to the gym three days a week. You go to a yoga class once a week. Or you go to school, right? Or you hang out with you know, your family. All right? So, and once you have this list, you have this list of rituals, you thought about it, I want you guys to ask yourself how many of these rituals are empowering to you in your life? How many are they empowering? Are they bringing you closer towards the life that you really want and desire? Or are they holding you back? I want you to really be honest with yourself and look, take a good look at your rituals. And maybe there's some that you can get rid of. You can decide they're not really serving you much anymore in your life. And maybe today after this talk... You guys can create some new rituals for your life that can allow you to move forward in a better way. Okay? So step one of anything is awareness. You have to be aware of where you are right now before you can get to where you want to go. And hopefully that little exercise, I recommend if you can spend more time on that to go a little bit deeper, to, to really think and actually dissect day by day. If you guys want to take it even deeper, one thing I've done many times is I actually journal hour per hour throughout the day everything that I'm doing. And it's amazing what happens because you become conscious of how you're living. You see, most of us live on automatic pilot. We're in a trance. We're not even aware of what's happening. We have the same consistent thoughts every day. We have the same consistent emotions. In fact, I forget what the study was or what it was, but I believe... uh, I don't remember exact numbers of it, but something like 80 or 90% of the thoughts that we have today are the exact same thoughts that we had yesterday, right? Because we're just on automatic pilot and we have these deep-rooted emotional patterns, these thoughts that we have, you know, and maybe they're empowering thoughts or negative thoughts. Maybe it's just consistently saying and believing that you're not good enough or beating yourself up or you look in the mirror, you don't like what you see and so you criticize yourself, and you consistently do that, right? And you just consistently have these, you know, these phrases, this way of being that is limiting us in so many ways. And it's not until you finally become aware of that that you can finally break through and change it. All right? So I would recommend, if you guys want to go deeper on this, journal out, identify where you are right now, how you're living right now, so we can finally break free and then replace that with some rituals and some standards in our life that can allow us to grow and maximize our experience of life a lot better, okay? So that's what I want to accomplish with you guys is we're going to dive into the rituals for each area of your life. Now, one other thing I want to mention before we go into the specific rituals. 
One thing I mentioned is in order for you to create the rituals, you got to make sure that you know what you want in your life. You got to have a vision for each areas of your life. All right. I mentioned you, you all have to have, you all have these as categories of your life. Okay. I don't know a human being that doesn't. We all have our body, our emotions, relationships, careers, business, finances, spiritual, friends, family, and social life. But how many of you, I'd be curious, actually have a vision and goals for each of these areas of your life? How many of you actually have a vision and a specific goal that you can tell me right now for your social life? How many of you? In fact, many people out there, they complain about their social life. They're, you know, they're not happy with it. And simply it's because they don't have a vision for it. They don't know what they want. They haven't defined yet what an extraordinary social life would be. What that would look like. They don't have a vision to improve or grow it. How many people have a vision for your friends and family? I'd be curious about that as well. You know, most people, they have the goals for their finances. You want to make a certain amount of money or you want to have a certain body fat or weigh a certain amount of weight, which is great, but why don't you also have a vision and goals for the other aspects of your life? Why aren't you growing and improving those? Because those are also important. You know, I, I can share with you guys, I remember in my family, my family I've grown massively with in the last few years. And when I was younger, I didn't have a good relationship with my family. I was very shy. I didn't really like my family, to be honest with you. I didn't have a good relationship with my dad. I wasn't very close with my mom, my brother, my sister. And it wasn't until I proactively decided, you know what? I need to set a goal and create a vision of a greater family life. And I need to prioritize that. I've got to make that a must in my life. I've got to raise that standard. And then what I need to do is I need to be proactive. I need to create a ritual here that can allow me to create that experience that I want with my family. And maybe the vision for your family is that, you know, you interact with your parents at least once a day. You know, you have this incredible relationship and a friendship with your mom and your dad or your brother and sister. And, you know, you're having these incredible experiences and you're helping each other grow and you're supportive and loving to one another. And you have incredible, amazing, epic family events, family occasions where every single week or every three months you go on a family trip. And together as a family, you're growing and you're, you're, you're all achieving the goals and the success that you guys want for yourselves. How amazing would that be if you had that as a vision? And once you have that as a vision, as a goal, then there's rituals that you can do to help create that, right? Now, the same thing goes with your spiritual life. What's the vision that you have spiritually? You've got to have one. You've got to have a goal. You know, for me, spiritual means many things. It can mean your, your connection with your creator, with the universe, God whatever you want to call it, having some sort of relationship or connection with that. Maybe it's practicing certain spiritual or religious beliefs that you have that are important to you, or maybe it's contributing beyond yourself and making a difference, and maybe your spirituality means that. Maybe it's growing, not just, not just physically or mentally, but also spiritually as well. You're growing as, as a spirit of who you are. You know, so having a vision there, that's very important. What does that look like? What is it that you really want that will fulfill you? And then what are the rituals for that? We're going to go into that. How about your relationships? Now, the interesting thing about relationships, everybody always has a vision for the relationship. Okay, I'm sure all of you do. The stereotypical vision that we all have for relationship is to attract 
the man or the woman of our dreams. Okay, we all have that, right? We all want, we've watched enough Disney movies and we all want to create and attract an incredible man, an incredible woman, someone who's beautiful, attractive, you know, your soulmate or whatever it is, right? And once you attract that, what's the next vision? The next vision that oftentimes people have is maybe they want to move in with that person, right? They want to move in, they want to get more intimate or maybe the vision after that is eventually you get married, Right, You get married to that person. You have this incredible wedding. And then what's the vision after that? What's the goal after that? To have a family. To have kids. Maybe to move into a house. But then what's the vision after that? You see, that's where a lot of marriages and relationships struggle. Is they stop creating a compelling future. They stop creating something that's exciting to look forward to. And you always have to create that, not just in a relationship, but every aspect of your life. You always have to have a vision for more, something that you're moving, you're moving towards. Because when you have something that's more and greater, a vision, then it makes today, it creates value on today. And all of a sudden, you start to value the understanding that, hey, you know what? I can do certain things today that will help me actualize that vision that I have. So you've got to have and constantly update your vision as time goes on. You can't be stagnant with that, all right? No matter if you've been married to someone for 30 years, I don't care if you're 70 years old, you've got to have a vision for more. And I don't care if you're single right now, you've got to have a vision as well. I don't care what that is, but you always have to have one. That, vote, that vision will help propel you towards something greater, all right? Same thing with your finances. You've got to have a vision for that. You've got to have goals. And this is the one area, I mean, we all have goals for, most of us at least. If you don't, then... You know, you're definitely in trouble. You've got to start there. You've got to define exactly how much money you want to be making, how much money maybe you want to have saved, maybe a certain level of financial abundance, financial freedom, a certain lifestyle that you want to create for yourself. You've got to define that and have that as a vision, a goal. The same thing goes for your career in business. Where do you want to be in your career? Maybe there's a certain position that you want to have. Or maybe if you're young right now and you're in school, you're in university, high school, You've got to have a vision for what you want, right? Maybe it's to be a doctor or a lawyer. Maybe it's to you know, be able to add value and create, be an entrepreneur and create products and services that can really impact people's lives, right? Maybe it's to be a, you know, a motivational speaker. Maybe it's to be a professional athlete. Maybe it's to be a famous musician. Maybe it's to be an artist. Now, I'm not sure. I think you guys here on YouTube can see this, but there's a painting right here behind me of Batman, <laughs> And, uh, you know, someone named Patrick was following me on YouTube and very generous guy, local artist here in Vancouver. And he left me a comment, said, Stefan, I'd love to give you a gift. Um, you just moved into this beautiful apartment and I want to give you a gift uh, because I've been following you for the last two to three years and you've really added a lot of value to my life. And he shared with me his Instagram and I'll, uh, I'll share with you guys some of his artwork on Instagram. I'll make a post. I shared it on my Snapchat already. Um, but he said, you know, I'll, I'll paint you whatever you want. And he had done some superhero paintings and artwork. And I love Batman, the Dark Knight. And so I asked him, hey, could you do something like that? And he did it. And, you know, he did it over the last two weeks. And he finished it. And he came over today. And I met him for the first time. And he dropped it off. And I put it up on my wall. And it was just incredibly generous of him. Um, and I was talking to him. And, you know, he has a vision. And he's talented. He loves art. He's been doing it his entire life. He's got a vision of where he wants to be there. He wants to be an incredible artist. 
right? So you got to know what you want. You got to know what you want. You got to have a vision for more. Same thing, your emotions. Where do you want to be emotionally? What level of happiness or joy? What are the emotions you want to experience on a day-to-day basis? If you're someone that's depressed, someone that has these patterns of anger, frustration, overwhelm, stress, you've got to have a vision of how you want to be living emotionally, what that's going to look like for you. Whether that's every day waking up with a smile on your face, every day experiencing gratitude, every day feeling that peace, that joy, that happiness. You know, whatever that might be for you, you've got to define that if you want to create it. You can't complain about your circumstances, about how you're living right now, if you don't have something that's greater that you can move towards. So you've got to have that. And the same goes for your physical body as well. You've got to make sure you've got a vision, a purpose, a goal. And your physical body, like I said, that can be a certain body figure type, you know, muscular, lean, ripped. You know, Find a picture of a body you desire. Put that on your vision board so you can focus on it and see that every day. In fact, you could turn everything that I'm talking about here into a vision board, right? Find, you know, if you define, okay, I want a certain relationship or emotions and friends and family and career and travel and experiences, then find images of that vision that you've created for your life and put that up somewhere you can see it every single day that will inspire you, to remind you that that's what you want to create, that's what you want to manifest in your life. Defining, though, you know, what's the energy that I want each day? Because there's certain rituals that will create that for you. And there's rituals that will destroy your energy, destroy your health, and create sickness and disease. All right? So it all starts, guys, before we get into the rituals, with having that vision, having those goals, knowing what you want. I don't have time today to go into this, but I recommend, if you want to take this deep, um, I recommend to actually sit down and write out a paragraph or two of what you want, the vision that you have, describing in detail for each area of your life. Create the ultimate vision for your life of what you want. 10 years, 20 years, 50 years from now, whatever that might be. And then create specific goals that are measurable and realistic and attainable in each different area of your life that you can move towards. All right? And if you guys need help with goal setting, I've got a great video on my YouTube channel called How to Set Goals. I highly recommend you guys check that out. I always have goals for each area of my life. If you guys follow my yearly goals, my monthly goals reports, you guys will see I've got goals for each aspect of my life. And I have more goals than what I share publicly, to be honest with you guys. But if I were to share all my goals, then you know, it would be over 50 goals and it would take forever for me to do my videos and stuff. But... The, the, the ones that I share publicly are just the goals that I publicly want to be accountable to that I can share and hopefully inspire you guys with in the process. But I have more goals than what you guys see. You know, I have a lot of goals in my life. And then again, they're, they're helping to ensure that I'm growing and evolving in every aspect of my life. All right, guys? So let's jump into the rituals. I know this is, uh, you know, I, I wanted to start off talking about rituals, but... What I'm sharing, what I just shared with you guys here is, is a little bit more important because it's going to create the context for creating the rituals that you want in your life. Because, you, you know, if, you don't, if you're doing rituals or taking action, but you're not after a specific outcome, then, then, you know, what are you doing all for? A lot of people, you know, I work out three days a week. I work out five days a week. Why? 
you know, what's, what's, the, what's the goal, the vision that you have by doing that action is going to create for you in your life. You've got to understand what you want, why you want it, and then have that ritual to help support that so that you can manifest and create what it is that you want. All right, guys? So let's jump into the rituals. All right. So let's start off with your physical body. Now, anybody that has an incredible body by however you might define it, but how most people define it, which might be physically fit, they look a certain way aesthetically, maybe they have you know, a good proportion of muscle, and maybe you might define an incredible ideal body for you as someone who's 200 pounds, 300 pounds, a bodybuilder, or maybe someone who's more lean, athletic looking. You know, it totally depends on what you desire because, again, depending on what you want, your rituals are going to be totally different. If you want to be 300 pounds, you want to be you know, extremely muscular, there's certain, probably certain rituals that will help you do that a lot better. And maybe those rituals are you're going to consume 5,000 calories a day and you've got to follow a strength training and a certain bodybuilding program. You've got to track all your macros and your protein, fat, and carbs. And there's rituals for that that can allow you to achieve that result. If you want to be someone that one, you know, maybe your vision is you want to, you know, run marathons and triathlons and you want to have a certain amount of energy and endurance, there's rituals that will support you for that as well. If you're somebody that wants to have extraordinary energy and vibrancy, vitality, you want to radiate energy, there's rituals for that. And you can always learn and model the most successful people in the world by modeling their rituals. If you identify what someone else is doing to get a certain result, you guys can also create that same result as well. If you model their actions, their rituals, and their mindset and beliefs, you model those, then that's going to allow you to uh, create a similar result than what they have. Okay? So I'm going to give some general rituals, but I'd love to hear from you guys. I'd love to hear what are rituals that are empowering, empowering rituals only, that can allow you to enhance your physical body, okay? And I'm going to list a few. I'm going to list ones that I personally do. And these could be rituals that you do on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis, as well as a yearly basis as well, okay? So a simple one could just be working out, right? People that are physically fit, they, they have a consistent routine of working out. Maybe that's working out. Every day, three times, you know, three times a week, uh, five times a week, whatever it is. Someone said yoga. Awesome, yoga. That could be a great ritual. What else? What are some some rituals for your physical body? How about you know stretching? That's kind of yoga as well, but stretching. How about drinking water, hydrating yourself? You know, people that are healthy. They wake up in the morning, they're not, drinking, they're not drinking coffee, right? They're drinking water. They're hydrating themselves and giving themselves the body that they actually, that the, what the body actually needs, which the body is 70% water, right? You want to make sure you hydrate yourself. Caffeine, coffee actually dehydrates you. Uh, someone said the vitamins, supplements, perfect. Yeah, and there's certain supplements that you take every day that is a ritual, you have a ritual for taking your supplements, vitamins, <clears throat> keeping your good posture. You know, I just bought a treadmill desk, not in Snapchat, but 
that's part of my ritual. I also have my rebounder, which is incredible. Whole meal foods. Okay, so there's rituals around eating, and you can break that down into breakfast, um, you know, rebounder. You know, it could be walking. You know, one ritual, if you guys follow me on Snapchat, is juicing. You know, I, I juice every morning. I have my green juices, and I have my energy shots and things like that. Someone said rest. So sleep. Or maybe, you know, you take a power nap. Awesome. How about some weekly rituals or monthly rituals or yearly rituals? How about those? I'll give you guys a few. How about every week you step on the scale and you measure exactly where you're at in terms of your goal? All right? Every single week, maybe your ritual is every week. This is one ritual that I had for years, especially when I was doing my fitness competitions, is every week, actually every day, I would step on the scale and I'd measure that and I'd put that in my phone. Because I wanted to be aware every single day how my body was fluctuating and so that I can measure myself. If I want to weigh a certain amount, then I want to know that I'm on track. So maybe weighing yourself every day or every week. Maybe it's testing your body fat with body fat calipers. Maybe it's doing a DEXA scan, which is one thing I, you know, I actually need to, uh, haven't done since I've gotten back from my travels. But a DEXA scan can help show your bone density. can show your body fat. can show your, your muscle proportion. Maybe it's doing live blood analysis. That's one thing that I do every three months. Someone said that right here. Live blood analysis so I can see the state of my health because the blood doesn't lie. The blood will tell you whether you're acid or alkaline. It'll tell you whether there's uh, you know, antibiotic crystals and how your white blood cells are doing and whether or not your red blood cells are clumped together and not traveling. The oxygen isn't going to your brain and not giving you energy. It's going to tell you the state of your health. Regularly doing tests with that is, is powerful. How about going to a chiropractor every week or three days a week or every two weeks to making sure that you're aligned, you're adjusted? Maybe it's you know, getting a massage once a week or every two weeks. See, these are all rituals that allow you to ensure that you have an incredible physical body that allow you to raise your standards when it comes to your health and energy. Someone said acupuncture. Great. So let me write down a few more. Acupuncture. Weighing yourself. You know, I, I used to also take pictures of myself every week. Take a photo, right? A front photo, a side photo. Um, I used to also take my body measurements, my bicep, my chest, my shoulders, um, my waist, my thighs, my calves, so that I can measure to see the progress and how my body is changing as well. You know, so photos are powerful. We've got DEXA scan. We've got chiropractor. You know, another great one that I do every single year is I, I go on a cleanse. Every year I do a cleanse. And I did one last year. I, oh, the last two years I've shared on my blog, my YouTube channel. I, uh, this year one of my goals is to do a juice fast, 15 days. Same thing that I did last year. I read... Uh, an amazing book and a great documentary called Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, which will basically sell you on juicing and the importance of that and cleansing your body, the incredible benefits that that has. You know, but every year, I give my body a break. You know, our bodies are constantly being abused. 
you know, by the environment, whether chemicals or pollutants, you know, or a lifestyle or foods that we're eating, because nobody is 100% perfect when it comes to their health. So why not every year giving your body a break, giving it what it needs to fully cleanse and re-energize itself and heal? You know, that's, that's you know, if you want to have an extraordinary body and, you, you know, you experience life through that, then you want to make sure you make that a standard, a priority for your life, right? So cleansing. And really, there's, there's so many that we can go into, guys. There's so many different rituals. And like I said, it depends on what you want. The vision that you have, the goal that you have, and what are the rituals that are going to allow you to do that, right? Maybe it's doing cryotherapy. You know, if you look at a professional athlete, Okay, a high-performance athlete. You know, the Olympics are going on right now. There's certain rituals that they have to be in that peak physical state, right? There's certain rituals they have first thing in the morning. There's certain rituals they have throughout the day, workout programs, meals that they're eating, vitamins and supplements, sleep regimens, recovery regimens that they're doing as well that allow them to have that incredible body, to be able to perform at the highest level, and you really got to treat yourself the same way. You got to treat yourself as a high performance athlete. You got to make that important to yourself. You got to take good care of your body so that you can experience whatever you want to experience because if you fail to every other area of your life will suffer. Everything. If you don't if you, if you suffer from low energy right now, you got to make a change to your rituals. You got to do something differently. You can adopt some of these new ones and make that change. All right? So these are rituals you can have for your body. And again, rituals, they could be daily, they could be monthly, weekly, yearly, right? It's important to make sure that you you have that. And I recommend out of this list here or anything else you can think of, I want you guys to think, what are a few rituals that you can apply starting today, starting tomorrow, that can allow you to achieve the goal and the vision that you have for your physical body, all right? And I'd love for you guys right now to write that down. Write down two to three rituals for your physical body that you're gonna commit to, no matter what. That they're gonna become a must for you to implement into your life that's gonna help you enhance the quality of your life. Maybe it's something that you already know, but you're just not doing it, or you're not consistent enough with. And we'll talk a little bit about at the end of this talk about how you can be more consistent with some of these rituals to make them long-term and lasting in your life, okay? And I want to go through this a little bit more quickly as well, and I know you guys have questions, and the questions I'm going to get to more at the end, okay? So hang on to the questions for now, but really, I want you guys just to more think, you know, what are the rituals that you can add to your life right now that's going to help enhance this area of your life? Your physical body, all right? All right, let's move on to the next area of life. What was the next area? Your emotions, your emotional well-being. Now, I spoke about the importance of your emotions. Your emotions are what allow us to color our experience of life. The quality of your life is the quality of the emotions that you consistently experience. And we also talked about the only reason you do anything, you want anything, is because of what, what you believe 
you'll be able to experience or feel because of that because you're really ultimately after the emotion from it. Okay? You want to make a certain amount of money, you only want that money because it's going to make you feel a certain way. You want to have a certain incredible body just because it's going to make you feel a certain way. Right? So emotions are, are key and you have to learn how to master it because if you don't, you're going to suffer. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care what kind of body you have or relationship. But if you don't master your emotions and make that priority, then the quality of your life is the quality of your emotions. If you're every day angry and frustrated, depressed, then that's your life. Right? You have to make this a priority. And I learned this long time ago that, you know what? Achieving things is not going to make me happy. I have to every day make a ritual to experience the emotions that I want to experience and to condition the emotions that I want more of, right? If you want to be confident and want more confidence in your life, that's an emotional state. You can create that. You can condition that every single day just by you deciding and creating a new ritual in your life that can allow you to build that. People that are confident, they have rituals that they do that are physical, that are mental and emotional, that allow them to experience more confidence. And the same thing with people that are happy, people that are fulfilled, people that have that inner peace. People that you look, look at and you're just, man, you're blown away because their energy is contagious. It's infectious. There's rituals that they have. There's rituals that people have that when life happens, events happen, they're not affected by it. Whereas other people, certain events happen and it destroys them. And you know they react in a negative way because they're emotionally unfit. They didn't condition and master their emotions yet. So what are rituals for your emotional well-being? Okay, what are rituals? Daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly. Okay, I'll share a few. How about gratitude? Gratitude. How about meditation? How about affirmations and incantations? How about questions how about flooding how about uh, you know even exercise can help build your emotions as well so exercise because when you use your body what happens is it releases endorphins and certain chemicals where you feel good right they say that exercise is as powerful as any other antidepressant right because it affects how you feel emotionally Right? And, and your mind and your, your emotions and your body, they work together. You know, the more you take care of your body, the better you're going to feel emotionally as well. Because if you're low energy or tired all the time, then that's going to make you more stressed and it's going to make you access a lower level of consciousness and emotional state. Um, whereas, you know, if you're physically feeling great, like if you ever do a cleanse, a juice fast for 15 days, you feel so energetic, you feel so alive that you just feel so happy. Because the food that you put in your body also emotionally and energetically affects how you feel. So what are some rituals or emotions? Someone said listening to motivation audios. Great. <clears throat> so learning could be great. Reading. You know, one of my favorites are, is just Movement. Because how you use your body is going to affect how you feel. They say emotion is created by motion. And emotion just really means energy and motion. 
So shifting your body, that's powerful. I mentioned flooding. Flooding is where you flood yourself with all the incredible things of your life. You're flooding yourself of all the happy moments and the grateful moments and the loving moments. You're flooding yourself continuously, and then you're also flooding yourself with all the moments of the future that are yet to happen that are going to make you feel alive. That's powerful. Flooding is one of my favorite ways to change my emotional state, my emotional well-being. Someone said listening to music. Awesome. Listening to music is great. Even certain hobbies, you know, hobbies can, can affect how you feel emotionally as well. Maybe they help get rid of stress. Maybe they're more therapeutic for you, right? Someone said prayer. Prayer is great as well. Now, what are rituals that you could have that are more on a weekly basis, a monthly basis, or a yearly basis? What are rituals that you could do there? Someone said dancing. Dancing is a great one, too. Journaling. Journaling is awesome. Visualization. I'm going to write some of these down. How about once a year, you go on a meditation retreat? A meditation retreat. I'm going to a Vipassana, 10-day solid meditation retreat. Doing that in October. 10 days of silence, you know, meditation for 18 hours a day, right? That, you know, that, you go in that environment, you do that every year. You know, obviously not going to do it every day, but you do that every year. And man, it's going to, you know, make it have an incredible impact on your life. Or maybe it's going on vacation, someone mentioned, or hypnosis, you know, or NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. These are all great things. Whether you go to certain places that can help you with that. Someone said giving back, contributing. Because when you give, you get outside yourself, then that has an incredible emotional impact on you. Volunteering. All amazing things, guys, that you have to make rituals in your life if you want to enhance your emotional well-being. Someone said smiling. Uh, someone said vacation and trips. You know, one thing, one of my goals has been every three months to go on a trip and take a vacation. Okay, every three months, that's a ritual that I have. I need to go away somewhere, travel, be in a beautiful place, and emotionally that resets me. There's a lot of, you know, that's a tremendous power to that. Or maybe once a week, you have a day where you just, you know, you just relax. You do have fun. You know, you do whatever you want to do to nourish yourself, to nurture your inner child or to nurture your spirit, to get you know, rid of all the stress and the troubles of your life. Or you go for a hike, you go into nature, right? Or yoga, med- you know, meditation. These are all incredible things emotionally that enhance that area of your life. There's even technologies such as neurolinguistic programming. There's EFT. There's clearing your chakras. You know, when I was in Bali and I was in Sedona, you know, I did some chakra clearing, you know, some meditation and body work. Incredible how amazing you feel after that. Maybe floating. You guys ever go to a float tank? Float tank is basically where you go. Uh, you know, I had a ritual for this where I, once a week, you go to a float tank, pitch dark, and you're in a tank that's a lot of salt water, and you, you float on it, and it's pure darkness, and you meditate for an hour. Incredible. So make sure that you guys decide today, decide today on two to three rituals that you're going to add and create 
to enhance your emotional well-being. Okay? That's going to help eliminate the stress. That's going to help you experience more joy, happiness, or whatever it is that you desire based on what you want. And write down, add two to three that you want to add to your life. All right, I'll give you guys a second to do that. Write that down. Commit. Could be something that you already know, something you're already doing, but you want to, you know, revisit, do more, be more consistent with. Okay, but what is that for you? All right, let's jump into the next area of life. The next one was what? Who could tell me what was the third area that I mentioned before? Make sure you guys are paying attention. All right. Relationships. Great job, Tasha. Going to make sure that you guys are engaged here. All right. Relationships. Now, like I said, your rituals are going to be based on what your goals are, your vision of what you want. If you're someone who's single, maybe your goal is to have and attract a certain person in your life, a man or a woman. Maybe if you're single, your goal is just to date a bunch of people and have fun, right? That could be your goal. If you're already in a relationship, maybe your vision, your goal is to enhance the passion, the love, the intimacy that you might be experiencing. Take that to a whole new level. You know, whatever it is for you, you gotta again. Your rituals are gonna be based on that, on what it is that you really want and desire. <clears throat> so, what are rituals that you could have for your relationship? I want you guys to think about this. What are rituals that you could have that could help you get closer to what it is that you want in this area of your life? I'm in a relationship. I've been for over two years. And I'm going to share some, I'll share some single person rituals because I was a dating coach for many years, helping a lot of single people build their confidence or social skills to attract someone. And I'll give you some, uh, you know, um, emotional ones too. Someone said love. One thing, I got a good friend of mine, Taylor Conroy, who I've shared on my YouTube before. He's the founder of Change Heroes and Journey, which is a, a philanthropic group. I went to Nicaragua with him. He was sharing with me one ritual that he has is every single morning, Every, you know, when he wakes up, he always makes sure that the first words out of his mouth are, I love you. It's powerful. That's a ritual he decided to have. Because there's, you know, love is power. Love is everything. It's what we're all really after, whether you admit it or not. It's the oxygen for the soul. And so he decided, you know what, my ritual is every single morning, I got to say, I love you to my partner. That's the first words that he utters and he reminds himself of, and sure enough, he has an incredible relationship, right? So it's powerful. So anyways, if you're a single person, I'm going to share some rituals. Now, if you're single, there's really a few things you got to be doing. Number one, you got to be growing and becoming an attractive person because when you're an attractive person, you will naturally attract the person that you want. You attract what you are. If you're somebody that goes out and parties and drinks and does drugs, is negative and depressed, that's what you're going to attract because somebody that's happy, fulfilled, beautiful, attractive, healthy, fit, they're not going to be attracted to you. This is the reality of it. They're not going to relate to you or resonate with you in any way. So if you're in a dark place, then your goal has to be getting to a positive place in your life of being happy on purpose. Attractive could be being confident, having certain social skills, 
having an energy, charisma, being positive, being happy, all these sort of things, when you can become that that you want, you'll naturally attract it. All right? If you want to attract someone who's healthy and fit and physically looks good, you've got to make sure that you're healthy and fit and physically as well because you know, they're looking for someone like that. Always remember, you attract what you are. So your goal when you're single is become more. Become more attractive in every way possible. And that could be some of the emotional areas. It could be financially. It could be in your career or business. Your spiritual. All of those things that that can help you become more are going to help you to attract people in a relationship. And the truth is, if you're in a relationship, you always have to be focused on becoming more attractive for your partner as well. Because... A relationship is a two-way street, and you've got to make sure that you're growing. And when you're growing, you're going to inspire your partner to grow as well. Or if your partner is not on the same page or not aligned, then maybe it's not the best relationship because then they might be holding you back from you growing. You want to be with someone that you can grow together, not apart. Or you're both growing, or one person's growing, the other person's not, that's going to be a conflict. So you've got to make sure that you're growing together always. All right, so that's really one of the most important things if you're single. And then number two, you've gotta have a ritual around consistently putting yourself in environments and situations that can allow you to meet people and attract what you want. And maybe, you know, for me when I was single, I had a ritual of going out four days a week. Four days a week, I had to go out to social gatherings, social environments, to meet people, to interact with people, to improve my social skills, to approach people by approaching people and then building my confidence. I'm becoming more attractive, you know, and I'm preparing myself so that when the woman of my dreams, that person comes, that I'm in a position where I actually have the confidence and I'm, I'm the person that can attract that person in my life, right? I don't want to have a regret. When that person's there, I want to be able to approach them. And maybe that could be at the grocery store or the bus stop, you know, or at a nightclub. Who knows where that could be? But I want to make sure that I'm improving myself and I have the confidence and the ability to approach and meet that person that I desire. Because the reality is a person that you want is going to want someone that has that confidence to actually be able to approach them because that's attractive in and of itself. Having the confidence to approach someone is an attractive quality because very few people can actually do that. And to be able to do it in a confident way, authentically adding value where you make the other person feel incredible, that's an incredible skill. So you got to develop that if you're single. You might have rituals around enhancing your looks, <laughs> you know, whether that's working out or being healthy or improving your fashion, uh, you know, or you know, you have a ritual to get your hair cut or to shave your head or get you know whatever. Uh, you know, these are rituals that help make you more attractive physically, which are going to help your relationships as well. You know, maybe it's you know having a ritual of going to events or getting a coach. You know, or, you know, going to a weekly meetup or maybe it's online dating or your Tinder or whatever it is. You know, you got a daily ritual for that or a weekly ritual, right? Bottom line is you got to have rituals if you're single, all right? So just a few could be going out. It could be going to meetups. It could be online. I remember for myself, I'll share some rituals <clears throat> when I was single I, I really want to improve my confidence, my social skills. And so I actually did public speaking classes, not to be a public speaker, but because I wanted to improve my ability to speak and communicate, right? Because I 
learn that communication is so powerful. And if I can improve that, improve my confidence, then man, I'm going to be a lot more attractive. So I remember I went to Toastmasters and Toastmasters, I went every single week and I spoke in front of an audience and I developed those skills. I got feedback from people. People would tell me and show me, you know, how it's coming across and what I can improve upon to become a more effective communicator. That was powerful. I did acting classes and improv classes because it terrified me. And I realized that if I could put myself in situations where I can overcome my fear of rejection, I could become desensitized towards it and I could become comfortable with discomfort. If you can overcome that fear of rejection, you're unstoppable. You overcome that fear of rejection, then nothing's going to hold you back from being able to approach and meet the person that you want. So these are rituals that I had that helped me improve you know, this area of my life. Maybe you know, a ritual that you have is you define, you have a vision of exactly what you want in a relationship and who you need to become, and you read that every week. You read that every day. You visualize that, what, what it is you want, what you want to manifest in your life. Very powerful. Now, let's jump into some uh, relationships if you're already in a relationship. Some of the rituals you could have, someone mentioned, is a date night, right? Maybe once a week you have a date night. You do something fun, romantic, you plan something. What else? What are things you can do in your, if you're already in a relationship? To create more passion, more love, more intimacy. Someone said, be happy. You know, when you're happy, it's infectious. It affects the other person. Someone said, surprises. Oh, that's awesome. What if once a week you thought, hey, you know what? How can I surprise the partner that I'm with? How can I create something, maybe bringing them flowers or creating a gift or writing a card, showing my appreciation, my gratitude, going on vacation, someone said. Maybe it's you know going on a hike or a party, cooking together. Maybe it's doing classes like salsa dancing or cook, cooking classes. An incredible way to create more bond and connection. Here's a key one. Here's a really good one. Very important for men and women. Men... What creates attraction is polarity. Polarity of masculine and feminine energy. There's men that can be more masculine or feminine based on your nature. There's women that are more masculine than feminine. Whatever your nature is, that's fine, but there needs to be polarity to create that spark, that attraction. One thing that I found important for men, if you're a man, you gotta spend time with other men. Because what happens if you're a masculine man and you got a feminine woman, then you spend too much time with that person, then what's going to happen is you're going to become more feminine or she's going to become more masculine. And then that polarity, almost like a magnet, it, lose, it, desensit, it, it loses its um, connectivity, right? And it loses that, that, that magnetism and the passion dwindles. So men, you've got to have a ritual maybe once a week of guys' night. You spend time with men and guys. Maybe you get away from your partner for a little bit. There's a tremendous value in that. And women need to be with other women to dance, to, to you know, do the things that women do. They have their female conversations and stuff, and they have their wine and girls' night and what it, you know, all that sort of stuff. And what that does was women around women, they bring out that feminine energy, and then men around men, they bring out that masculine stuff, whether it's playing sports, whether it's doing guy stuff, playing video games, whatever. Now you bring the two together, boom. Attraction, right? So having rituals around that, very important, okay? Being conscious, aware of that, very important, all right? So making sure you have rituals for that is really key. 
I'll share one ritual that I have every two weeks with my girlfriend is we do what is called a relationship journal where every two weeks we do a, 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 we do a, a relationship check-in. And we have a journal which basically has our vision for our relationship and it has goals that we have for a relationship as well. And we review that. We get focused. Okay, this is what we're after. This is what we want to create. We remind ourselves of that. And we, every two weeks we go over each other's needs. Human beings, they have six human needs. And the needs are certainty, variety, significance, uh, connection and love, growth and contribution. And this is something that I learned from Tony Robbins when it comes to relationships. And we do a, a, a check-in where every two weeks we ask ourselves, okay, on a scale from zero to 10, where are you in the experience of love? You know, how, lo- how, how loved do you feel? How significant do you feel to me? How much certainty do you feel in this relationship? How much variety and excitement, surprise, passion do you feel? On a scale from zero to 10, how much do you feel that we're growing? How much do you feel that we're contributing to one another? And by doing that and regularly having that communication, if a need isn't being met, you can immediately get yourself to fulfill that person's need. But why do a lot of relationships fail is because they don't communicate. They don't check in on a regular basis. And so what happens is if you don't communicate, something's bothering you and you you carry that with you, it turns into resentment. And you start blaming the other person and it affects that relationship because you didn't communicate it and kill the monster while it was little. You let it grow into this huge you know, monster that's going to destroy the relationship. So you want to make sure you're proactive with that. And that's what these rituals allow you to do is be proactive. You know, do a check-in. One ritual that I had, I learned this from Tony Robbins' brother-in-law, Scott, who uh, is a friend of mine, lives, lives in Langley. I met Scott nine years ago. Um, at a, an event that I hosted. And Scott shared with me a ritual that he had with his wife. And he said, every night before we go to bed, we have a little post-it note. And we write one magic moment that we had with that person that day. And what we do is we each write it out before we go to bed. And then we share that with each other. And then we put that in a jar, right? So you have a jar. And if you do that every night, what that does is before you go to bed, it enhances that intimacy, that connection, that love from one another. And they have a jar. And then what they do is, you know, every once in a while, they just take out randomly and just reminisce and remember all those incredible moments that they've created together. You see, if you want to have an extraordinary life, if you want to have an extraordinary relationship, you've got to have extraordinary rituals and standards. And when you implement these standards, your, everything grows. Guys, everything is enhanced. These are rituals you, you model from people that have what it is that you want. Extremely powerful. All right, so let's update the list here. We had date nights. We had, uh, you know, uh, journaling together. We had, you know, relationship check-ins. You know, maybe you, maybe you see a counselor, you know, maybe every week, you know, Cool, that's fine. Maybe you practice Tantra or something like that with your partner, which is actually one of my goals. Maybe you, you, know, you go uh, cooking classes and hiking together and surprises. So does this make sense, guys? Someone said the, the five love languages, and that's a great book too, and that's actually part of a ritual too, is identifying what your love languages of your partner is, and there's five of them. Right, and there's uh, I, I, let's see if I can remember all of them. One of them is acts of service, 
Uh, you have, let me see if actually this person here mentioned them. Access service, quality time, words of affirmation. Uh, anybody got the other two? Access, physical touch, and what's the, what's the, there's one more that I'm missing. Who can tell me what the fifth love language is? Access service, words of affirmation, physical touch, gifts. Yeah, that's right, gifts. <laughs> yeah, so if you can identify, you, you know, you have top two, you know, each person does. And if you can make sure you do a check-in every week, every two weeks, hey, you know, where do you feel is your love language being met? Because if someone has a different love language than you, then you've got to be proactive in making sure that you give that to the other person. Right? And always remember that a relationship is a place you go to give, not to get. It's not about you. You focus on meeting the other person's needs, and you're going to get it back tenfold. All right? So what I want you guys to do is what are two to three rituals you can add to your relationship? Your relationships, I should say. What are rituals? What do you need to add? All right, let's get through the other ones. So what's the next area of life that I mentioned, guys? What's the next area of life? Next area of life is your career and business. Successful business owners, people who are successful in their career, going to have certain rituals allow them to be successful. I could speak more in terms of business because I'm an entrepreneur. You know, one core thing in your business is you got to know your numbers. You got to know what's going on in the business, and that could be a daily ritual, it could be a weekly ritual, or it could be a monthly and a yearly ritual. If you're in business, you have to have a, a, a yearly ritual, which is called you know, doing your financial statements and filing your tax return and, you know, paying the government, right? That's a ritual that you have to have, right? But why leave that to know how much you're making, all that sort of stuff at the end of the year? You've got to make sure that you know exactly how your business is performing. You know, I have a bookkeeper in my business and my bookkeeper basically goes through and categorizes exactly how well the company is performing, I know exactly how much money we're spending, how much we're making, the income, the profit, all that sort of stuff, and I know exactly what's going on. And that's a monthly ritual where every single month my, my bookkeeper sends me uh, a profit and loss report so I can see on each of my businesses how they're performing. Right. So keeping accurate records, absolutely. You've got to make sure you master your finances. How, how about your marketing as well? You know, if you're marketing in your business, you gotta, how do you know whether or not it's even working? The only way that you know is that you consistently track it. You're measuring. If you have an advertising campaign going on and you're spending a certain amount of money, you've got to make sure that you're measuring, you know, I spent this, this is the return. I've got a friend uh, who's in the survival market online, uh, you know, how to survive and things like that. He does re- really well. And he's been doing Facebook advertising and everything. I asked him, you know, how are you guys tracking this? And he says, every single day, we're tracking what we're spending and what we're making as a return. 
every single day they have spreadsheets, but that's a ritual that they have that allow them to perform at a high level with their advertising campaigns. You know, if you're a publisher online, Kindle publisher, Amazon seller, affiliate marketer, blogger, YouTuber, whatever it is, you got to have a ritual to check your, your, your progress in terms of the sales that you're generating every single day, checking your sales, how well you're doing. You know, are you making money? Are you losing money? Is this working? Is that not working? You got to know that and understand that, and that's a ritual that you create. All right, so one of the core ones is I'm going to call it measuring. How about tracking? Testing, optimizing, optimizing everything in your business. How about creating systems? Very important. If you have a team, maybe it's team building. Maybe it's once a week you do a weekly call with your team. Maybe it's every day you do a daily huddle with your team. Right? Having rituals for that. Maybe there's certain actions that consistently have to happen in your business for it to run. Right? Maybe it's, you know, if you have a, a, a for example, if you're into Kindle publishing, every 90 days you do a five day free promotion. That's a ritual. Every 90 days you got to mark that in your calendar and you got to make sure you're consistent with that and that becomes an ongoing ritual that you have. Maybe it's an ongoing ritual of promoting and marketing your book. Maybe it's an ongoing ritual if you're an Amazon seller is checking your sponsored ads every single day or every single week and having a report and the details and tracking and measuring that, right? All rituals you've got to have in your business. Someone said reading, absolutely. That's really the key one is learning and improving because the more that you grow and improve as a business owner in your career, then the more valuable you become, the more value you can give. If you want to make more money in your, your career, let's say you've got a job, become more valuable, Become more valuable. Improve your knowledge, your skills. Find ways you can add more value to your company. And if you could do that and you can consistently add more value, then you're going to make more money. If you're in a business, you learn more, you implement that, it's going to help make you more money. Investing in courses, coaches, mentors, training. You know, next week I'm going to Las Vegas for Tony Robbins Business Mastery Seminar. It's a $10,000 seminar. I'm going to be going there spending five or six days to learn how to grow and improve my business. And the reason why I do that and why I have since I was 17 years old is because that's what's allowed me to get to where I am today, is constantly investing in myself, learning, growing, improving, and implementing what I learn. All right, so very important. So <clears throat> going to seminars, reading, Learning, that's, you know, these are all things that all successful entrepreneurs, all successful people do. I don't know a successful person that doesn't. You know, doing these things is key. In my business, some of my rituals are creating content. You know, being on Snapchat every single day. Creating, you know, YouTube videos at least five days a week. It's a ritual that I have, right? And I'm not perfect all the time, but I do, you know, I... I I'm trying to, I'm as consistent with that as I can be. You know, there's some improvements that I can make, but no one's going to be perfect. But if you have that as a ritual, you're going to, you're going to continuously grow to meet that, right? So having the rituals for your business, your career, you got to define what those are based on your business, your career, and what it is that you want. What is it that you want? 
So I'd love for you guys to write down what are two or three rituals that you can add to your career or your business that will help take it to a new level. Maybe it's just planning out the day, right? You know, that's been a key thing for me every day. I plan out my day. I write it exactly. Here's my outcome in my business. Here's the top three most important actions. Here's why I want it. That's a ritual that I have that allows me to perform at a high level. All right, so what is that for you? What are two to three rituals you can add to this area of your life that will grow it and improve it and take it to a new level? Read a book per week. Awesome. All right, so let's move on. Let's get into money, finances. People that are wealthy, they have rituals that create, sustain the wealth, create more wealth. What are the rituals that wealthy people have? Who can tell me? And by the way, someone said working a lot. Well, yeah, you know, I work a lot, not because I have to, because I want to. I love it. And that's a ritual that I have because I've integrated my business, my career, my mission, my calling, my purpose with my life. So it doesn't feel like work. It's a love and it's a passion for me. Waking up early, that's another thing. Going back, you know, a lot of successful people do. But in terms of finances, here's one of the most important ones is tracking. How many of you track your money? That's the first place you got to start. You got to make sure that you manage money. Your money is not managing you. All successful, wealthy people are amazing money managers. Always remember that. I learned that years ago from T. Harv Eker, that you have to become a money manager because it's not how much you make, it's what you keep, and it's what you do with what you make. I know people that make a lot of money, but they spend all the money that they make. Pay yourself first. That's what someone said here on Periscope. Absolutely. So you got to make sure you've got rituals about your money, and it starts with tracking it. You know, one ritual that I had, I'll share with you guys a story. When I was maybe like 23 years old, uh, I was in debt. I was in credit card debt. And by the way, how do you get into credit card debt? Is you don't pay attention to your spending. And so sure enough, you spend a lot more than what you're making. And then you get in trouble. And also at another point around that time too, my first business I started when I was 21 years old. After that first year of business, I had two business partners. And we got into debt. And how did we get into debt? We just didn't track our money. And what happened was we didn't account for taxes at the end of the year. We made some money. At the end of the year, we file our tax return, and we find out we owe, we owe the government, I don't know, $10,000. And we're like, shit, we spent all the money that we made. We don't have $10,000. So now you're caught talking to the government. There's a deadline. You have to negotiate with them a payment plan. There's interest on that. And so sure enough, we're always trying to play catch-up. And we were in debt for years running that business just because we didn't track and manage our money, right? So that's how important it is. You can't avoid these things. If you try to avoid and ignore and neglect these things, you're going to run into trouble. That's how you get into debt. That's how you get cancer. That's how you get heart disease. That's how you get, you know, find yourself depressed. It's because you weren't proactive in creating the rituals to, to create the life that you want to avoid these problems from occurring. So being proactive is key. So for me, I got into debt. I got into credit card debt. And I remember at the time, I was actually living in San Diego. I, w- I was in San Diego for three months. And I was living in hostels. I was living uh, in Ocean Beach. There's a hostel there. 
I lived actually in Pacific Beach and Ocean Beach for different points in different hostels. Uh, so I'm living in Ocean Beach in a hostel. I'm sharing a room, uh, sleeping on a bunk bed. And um, you know, I was going to the Starbucks every day to, to work on my business and stuff. And, uh, and I finally got to a point where I was like, you know, I got to get out of this debt. I got to make different decisions. And all, you know, where it's got to start is I have to, I got to know exactly where I'm at. And oftentimes when you're in debt, you try to avoid it because it's so painful to look at that you just want to avoid the pain. So for me, I decided, you know what? I'm going to create a ritual here where every single week, every single Tuesday, that was my day and that was just because it was a Tuesday. Every single Tuesday, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through my bank statements and my credit card statements. And I'm going to go through my online banking and I'm going to categorize every single expense in a certain category. And I open up an Excel spreadsheet and I put, okay, how much am I paying every single month on accommodations? My rent, my living expenses, how much am I spending? So I went through my credit card, my bank statement, I took exactly what it was to live in this hostel and I put that in, right? And then I decided, okay, you know, how much am I spending every single month on um, eating out, right? And I put that in. How much am I spending every single month on, uh, you know, food? How much am I spending every single month on my cell phone bill? How much am I spending every single month on my gym membership? How much am I spending every single month to invest in my business? How much am I spending every single month for entertainment and going to movies and hanging out with friends or having some drinks? How much am I spending every single month on transportation? And I broke down every category and every single Tuesday, I updated that and I put in exactly what my income was, how much I was making, which at the time I think I was only making like $1,500 a month. That was my income for my business. And then I realized, oh my God, I'm spending like $1,500 to $2,000 a month. No wonder I'm in debt. But then the awareness of that and the tracking allowed me to create a budget for myself and realize, okay, there's only two ways out of this situation. I need to either make more money, which I'm proactively doing right now by building a business, and I also need to simultaneously lower my expenses. So that's what I did. I cut out, you know, I made some sacrifices in my life to lower my expenses to make sure that I have a positive cash flow every month that I can use that money to invest. And I can invest that in myself, I can invest that in my business, I can invest that in the stock market, real estate, or whatever it is, but I needed to master my money and have a ritual. So I did that for years. Got out of debt, I did that for years, created a lot of success from that. And then what happens is once you get to a certain point in your business, your life, where you're making a certain amount of money, you have thousands of transactions like I do, you run multiple businesses like I do, then you bring on a bookkeeper. And so today I have a bookkeeper. I use QuickBooks, a software. I don't use Microsoft Excel anymore. I use QuickBooks. All my transactions, my companies, I have a bookkeeper that puts everything together. And I still regularly, every single week, I check my credit cards, my bank statements, I check every single month, going through the profit loss, and I know the numbers, the, 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 I, I know my finances. Here's another ritual. I'm, I'm an investor, I trade um, on you know, the stock market and everything. Every single day, I'm logging into my trading accounts just to look to see how the market's doing. I wanna look to see, is it going up, is it going down? Is there an opportunity to buy or is there an opportunity to sell? That's a ritual that I have. Right, So these are all rituals of people that manage money, they're successful financially, they all have in common. <clears throat> so it could be investing, 
managing your money. Maybe it's reading and learning. You know, for me, because I invest, there are certain newsletters that I get that I, that I pay attention to that will basically give me ideas of how the market's doing. You know, and again, this could be a daily ritual, it could be a weekly, it could be a monthly, whatever it is. You know, I remember for me, uh, I did this wealth conditioning. Uh, you know, I went to this seminar called the Millionaire Mind Intensive. They gave me a 90-day wealth conditioning program where every day for 90 days, I was conditioning my beliefs, my mindset around money and creating wealth, right? So that's a, a, a ritual that I had for many years as well that helped shift the, the not just, you know, the, paying myself first and all that, but also my mindset. And by the way, someone said paying yourself first, that's a key thing. And another thing I learned is how to allocate your money. So I used to allocate, okay, 10%, I'm going to put aside for investing in my, you know, investing in my future, my business, whatever it is. I'm going to put aside 10% to improve myself, to grow, to use that money to invest in courses and products and opportunities and coaches and seminars, opportunities that become available. I want to make sure I have money available to invest in myself so that I can continue to grow, right? So making sure you allocate your money is also a key thing. What other wealth financial rituals do you guys know of? Someone said, by the way, I know how to budget my own money, but how do you budget for your business? It's really the same way. You know, your business, you have a bank account. Your business is a separate entity than yourself. You have a bank account for your business. You have a credit card for your business. And you just, every single week, every month, you go through, you track exactly what the income is, the expenses, how much you can allocate towards marketing and product development and growing your team, whatever it is. So the process is really the same. Awesome. So let's move on, and then I'll get to the questions pretty soon, guys. We talked, you know, they're spiritual. Got to make this a priority. Like I said, hopefully you're, you're a spiritual being. Some says, how do you track? I use QuickBooks. There's different softwares that you can use to track things. You know, you can, or you can get a bookkeeper that can do a lot of this stuff for you. Uh, but your spiritual life, having rituals for that is key as well. What are rituals that you could have for your spiritual life? Whether that's prayer every day, meditation, gratitude. Maybe it's every day giving. You know, one great ritual that I have, I show you on my vision, on my whiteboard, is sending an appreciation text. And man, this is such a game changer. Is every single day I send a, a, a text message to someone or a phone call just to let them know how much I appreciate them, how much I love them, how much I appreciate them for being in my life. It's amazing what that will do. You know, I, I, my sister the other day, and I sent her a text and I said, I love you and you're an amazing person, and it totally shifted her day. How powerful is that when you give someone else that gift? Not only does it transform them, but it also transforms you as well, it makes you feel incredible. So, you know, appreciation, gratitude. Maybe prayer. Maybe once a week you go to church. Meditation. Giving. 
whatever your spirituality means to you. And let's jump now to um, your social and family life as well. Because I, I believe that's... And then we'll, we'll, we'll get to uh, some of the questions. <clears throat> Rituals for that. Maybe once a week, twice a week, you hang out with friends. You know, one ritual that I, I had but I need to get back to, I, I have an, a personal assistant. And I'm a very busy person. And <laughs> most of my friends know that. And so um, I have my assistant. I said, listen, I want you to plan once a month a fun activity for my friends. And we plan, you know, because for me, it's a lot of work I find just calling friends and texting them and scheduling. And I said, hey, you know, why don't I leverage my assistant for that? And so I had them plan this escape room where you, you know, we went for dinner and then went to this escape room. We had fun. Um, and it's just like a really incredible friend bonding magic moment that we created. And there's incredible power from that and creating those moments. Um, so hanging out with friends and surprises, adventures and trips, vacations, right? These are fun things you can do with your friends. You know, my, my friends and I, we've been playing soccer on Saturdays. It's been so much fun. We had a barbecue last Saturday. Um, and one of mine that I shared publicly on my, my goals um, is once a month is putting together a fun activity. And so for me, for example, this Saturday, I'm having, you know, some friends over. I'm having a party, uh, you know, and basically every month having and organizing things like that can help ensure that I get all my friends together. We connect, we bond, we have fun, we create these magic moments together. It's a really powerful thing. Or what if you, you can combine your friends, your family with some of the other things? Why not combine and say, you know, get a friend and say, hey, let's do yoga together once a week or let's go to the gym every day together. Right, because now you're you're making progress not just physically but also in your social life with your friends and your family. So thinking about how you can combine them together is also very, very powerful. Okay, so I recommend if you can think that sort of way, then it's going to give you more of an advantage. All right. Someone said game night with my mom and dad. Yeah, family nights. You know, this Friday I'm going with my mom and my sister. Uh, we're going to go to a play in Vancouver, The West Side Stories. So that should be fun. <clears throat> and, you know, having things like that is really great. You know, I'd love to do a family trip every year. You know, whether that's a cruise or a trip, I think that'd be an incredible ritual to have for my family. Right? Um, you know, maybe it's calling your mom every day. You know, or calling your dad or doing things for them. You know, again, it depends on the vision that you have and what it is that you want. Very important. All right, so I just kind of went through a few real quick, but what are two to three rituals that you guys can add based on these different categories of life? What can you add? What are the rituals you're going to add and make a priority for your finances, for your spiritual life, for your friends and family, your social life? What are the rituals? And what I'd love for you guys to do is Make a list of what you're going to commit to moving forward. And one thing that's always worked for me that's been great is a form of accountability is I make a list of them and I, I have it somewhere on my whiteboard, somewhere I can see it every day, and I make sure that I'm consistent with it and I schedule it in my phone. If you guys were to look at my phone, I've got reminders 
you know, that pop up, alerts that pop up to do this and do that and, and to be consistent with that. You know, even one ritual that I have is every single week I reflect on the last week. I plan out my week ahead. You know, I have my monthly goals report that I do as well to make sure I'm on track with these rituals. That's a ritual that I have. So creating a system for you is key. Now, <clears throat> I want to talk a little bit. We're, I'm going to wrap up soon and we'll get to questions. Um, how do you make this practical? You guys know I'm a big fan of morning rituals, right? Morning rituals have changed my life since I was 17 years old. And I believe what you do every day creates your life. You are what you consistently do every single day. And what you do is what you become. So making it practical is making sure that you create a ritual every morning and maybe rituals throughout the day or even the evening as well. All right? So I call this a morning ritual. Oops. And creating a ritual that you can stick to and commit to is key. And I believe that an extraordinary morning ritual consists of three things that will serve you for your entire day, which is something every day for your body, your mind, and your spirit to nurture all of them. And there's multiple things that we went over you can do for your body every day. There's multiple things you can do for your mind, your emotions, learning, growing, your confidence, your happiness, your joy. And there's multiple things you can do for your spirit, your spirituality, whether that's giving, appreciation, meditation, whatever that is. You do that every day, those three things. It's going to transform your life. But you can also add rituals of planning at your day. You can do rituals around your money, your business, all that sort of stuff as part of your morning ritual. And I've been doing this since I was 17 years old, guys. My rituals always change and evolve. But man, every day I do this. And this is what's allowed me to create the life that I have. And there's a few things I'm going to share with you. Number one, setting the rituals is easy. I was talking about this today in another video. Setting goals is easy. Implementing them, being consistent, that's where most people struggle. And the reason why people struggle with rituals and making them last and consistent is because of a few things. Number one, they don't make it a must. They don't make it a must. It's not important enough for them. You see, there's two types of rituals. There's two types of standards. There's must standards, and then there's should standards. A must standard, a must ritual, is a ritual you do no matter what. It's an absolute must. You find a way. I don't care how tired you are, you always do it. A should standard, a should ritual, is you should do it, and so you do it once in a while. You do it when you feel good. You do it when it's convenient, right? And it's not a consistent thing for you. So <clears throat> you always get what your must is. And not until you make these rituals a must for you in your life, you're always going to struggle. And the way you make it a must is, one, you've got to get leverage on yourself and you associate to the consequences of not doing it. But more importantly, you associate to the pleasure and the joy that you're going to have by consistently doing this ritual and how it enhances the quality of your life. Pain is a good motivator. It's powerful. More powerful of a motivator than pleasure. But... It's only a good short-term motivator because you can't always be in pain, right? That's counteractive to what you're trying to accomplish. So you use pain to give yourself a push, but the way you make something last and you make it a must 
is you associate fully to all the pleasure and how it benefits your life and how it enhances it for you. For me, the rituals that I have that I are must, I love them. It's like, I, it's an addiction for me. I love them so much. I get so much pleasure from going to the gym. You know, last night I shared on my Snapchat, I went to the gym late at night. I always find a way to do that. I always find a way to do my juicing and my, you know, the rebounding, the things that I do because it makes me feel incredible. It's an addiction, a positive addiction that I have. That's how you make something a must. For me, building my business, my finances, my money doesn't require any discipline whatsoever because Discipline and willpower is a shitty long-term motivator because discipline and willpower always wears out. You know, you're going to be disciplined and have willpower for a while, but then you're going to drain yourself and it's not going to last. It's not until you, you, you become so positively associated to what it is that you want and the, these rituals because I'm sure right now you have rituals you do. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to expend willpower or discipline. You do them because you receive so much pleasure from them, right? Maybe it's playing video games and watching TV or being on Facebook. Those are rituals, but that doesn't require discipline for you to do them because you've associated pleasure to those events and those experiences. So the way you make something last, you associate pleasure to it. You associate pain to not doing it, but pleasure, more importantly, long-term, the benefit, the reward of it. The other way is you've got to shift your beliefs. Most people, they have inner conflicts. They have beliefs of, I want to, they have a desire of, they want to do a ritual, they want to be wealthy, they want to have an incredible relationship, an incredible body, but they have a limiting belief or an inner conflict that holds them back. I want to make a lot of money, but I don't want to do all the work. I don't want to make the sacrifice. I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to have, you know, do what I have to do to get to, to get that. I want to attract an incredible person in my life, but I never want to face rejection. You know, I don't want to put myself out there. You know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have to, you know, fail, right? They have all these limiting beliefs that hold them back. I want to do a morning, morning ritual every day, but I don't have the time. You know, I sleep in too much. I didn't get enough sleep, um, you know. All these sort of things. I need my coffee each day, right? They have all these conflicts that get in the way. And as long as you have those conflicts, then you're, you're always going to be stuck. So you got to shift your beliefs, your mindset. you got to identify those inner conflicts. you got to destroy them. And another piece is you have to have a strong enough why. And that comes from having that vision, that purpose. Because if you're just doing a ritual, you're working out every day, but you're not moving towards anything then you're not going to be motivated long term. You've got to have a compelling future, a compelling vision of why you're doing so that there's value on today. And then when you have that, you're going to be pulled toward it, towards it because it's so exciting and compelling for you that you're going to be pulled towards that. All right? So those are the core ways you make something last. It has to be an internal shift. And I'm, I'm not, I can't go too much more into all this sort of stuff, but I'll tell you guys this. I created a, a product, a course. Many of you guys have already purchased it, been through it. I got amazing feedback from it. I launched it last year. And it's specifically on this. And it's called Morning Ritual Mastery. Okay, Morning Ritual Mastery. 
And the website for that is morningritualmastery.com. But I'm just going to leave you guys with this because I don't have time to go into all this today. But what I will say is get that course. Get it. Okay? It will change your life if you apply it, if you implement it. But what Morning Ritual Master, the reason why I created it, not to like create a morning ritual. Because like I said, creating a morning ritual is easy. Anybody can do that. You know, anybody could say, okay, I'm going to wake up and do this, this, and this. And here's five things I'm going to do in the morning. Anybody can do that. But what the purpose of this course is, it's a seven-day course that every day you watch a new video over the next seven days. And what it does is it helps you create a ritual every single day based on what you want, what's going to serve and help you the most at this stage of your life right now because your rituals always change based on what you want. My ritual that I do might not benefit you because we want maybe different things. We have different goals right at a different stage of life. So it helps you create the ritual that's best for you. But more importantly than that, it teaches you and helps you to make it last, which is the key thing. Day one of Morning Ritual Mastery is around the mindset before you even go into the ritual of making it important enough, making it a must, and shifting those, in, those inner conflicts and beliefs. That's what the course goes into. The last, you know, I think days two, three, and four, you know, one day is on your body, one day is on your mind, one day is on your emotions and creating rituals for that. Um, and, it, you know, one day I, I have a, a guided ritual where I take you through a ritual that you can download and listen to. I got a 15-minute one, a 30-minute one, and an hour one that you can listen to every day where you'll hear my voice or watch me on video where I guide you through every single day to, for you being at your best, which is going to help you perform in all different areas of your life, right? So I have that. I think day six and seven is all about making it last, making it, uh, you know, committing fully to it, and also... Uh, you know, I share the 30-day the morning ritual challenge, which I recommend everybody do. And I share how to be accountable to make something last as well. So really amazing program. I'm not going to sell you guys too much on it, but I do recommend everybody get it. It's really inexpensive, guys. It's only $37, right? So, you know, the price that you would pay for a dinner and a movie or whatever, you know, you could spend it on that or you could value yourself enough and give to yourself a gift and invest in yourself, get the program, apply it for seven days. I get emails, messages from people all the time sharing with me how this program's changed their life. And man, morning ritual shifted my life, like I said, guys, since I was 17 years old. So this course won't just help you with your morning ritual, but it'll help you with all the rituals of your life that I've shared today. And actually implementing them and making them practical and sticking to them long term. All right, this one of the best products I've created. I made it very inexpensive so anybody can benefit from it. And the website for that is morningritualmastery.com. And I'm going to actually do a little gift for you guys too. Because you guys are on this call, because you guys join live, and I appreciate you guys immensely for joining, and hopefully you guys receive value. I see there's a lot of people on here on Periscope and Facebook and hopefully on YouTube as well. And it really means a lot that you gave me your time. And so I want to reward you guys in some way. And uh, a little gift that I'm going to give you guys is I'll give you guys a little discount on this program. It's already inexpensive, only 37 bucks. Again, affordable for anybody. But for those that want to take action and for those that are live and actually spending the time to be here, here's a little added bonus for you. I'll give you guys $10 off, okay? You know, it can help some of you guys out that financially. If you guys want to buy it for 37 bucks, 
awesome, great. I actually donate uh, you know, part of the purchase to the campaigns that I have to build schools and houses as well. But I'll give it to you guys for 10 bucks off, only $27. And uh, I'll give you guys a coupon code for this. Okay, so the coupon code that I'll give you guys, someone says, yes, thank you, awesome. Coupon code I'll give you guys is MRM10. Okay, MRM10. This is a coupon. Everybody see that? So if you guys go to morningritualmastery.com, okay, morningritualmastery.com, go to the website, it will say $37. There's a button that you can buy at. You'll be taken to an order form with ClickBank. Okay, ClickBank is our secure order uh, processing. They're they're big company, very secure. Um, when you get to the checkout page, put in the coupon code MRM10. Okay, put put in that coupon. It will uh, reduce the price to only twenty seven bucks. Okay, very inexpensive, amazing value. Um, and then you just get a, you can either pay by your credit card, you can pay by PayPal. If you have any issues, you can contact our customer support. It is live now. It should be working now. Um, but I'm only going to make this available for 48 hours. Okay, 48 hours. More so, I just wanted to reward you guys for being live on this call. But I understand some people might watch the recording afterwards, but I'm not going to have this forever. So 48 hours, that's the deal. If you want to take action, if you want to get it, great. There's a 30-day money-back guarantee as well, but you know, you're not going to use it if you actually apply it because you're going to receive so much benefit and value in your life. Um, but you know, I'd love for you guys to join it. It's Like I said, it's uh, an incredible product. If you guys receive value today and you're still here, this is going to take things to a new level for you. And you, know, you guys already, for being here, you know the importance and value of your ritual. And I really hope you guys go through this because People need a structured program that can guide them and coach them and mentor them over a period of time to help them to implement things in their life. And that's why I created this program. So 48 hours, you guys can go there. Um, again, go to morningritualmastery.com and use that coupon code, 48 hours, 27 bucks. Any questions, contact our support team. All right, guys? Awesome. Now, we're going to wrap up soon, but I did want to answer some of the questions that you guys have. So, yeah. So one other thing, too. Make sure you use it in all capital letters. So MRM in capital, okay? So don't use lowercase MRM10 exactly. Yeah, and this morningritualmastery.com. All right, so I'm going to answer some of your guys' questions. <clears throat> Let me actually see if I can pull up here. guys have any questions for me whatsoever let's stick around for a bit to answer them for you guys we've been going for two hours wow time just flies does my ipad not allow me to see the chat i guess not Someone said here, have you ever felt like you were being held back in life? And how did you get over it? You know, sometimes you could feel a little bit held back from certain people in your life. 
And you can't overcome your environment. It's one thing I've learned. If you're in a negative environment, you can't overcome that. You can't overcome that with willpower or discipline because it affects you massively. You know, because you'll do, you know, the love, not wanting to lose the love and the respect and, you know, what other people think of us is a very powerful driving force. Um, and so you have to change your environment if you're being held back. If other people are holding you back, you got to question, are these people serving me in my life? And if not, you either got to cut them out or just love them from a distance. Sometimes that might be a family member. You might love your family, but if they're holding you back, maybe you got to spend a little bit less time with them. Maybe you got to be a little bit selective in what you share with them because they might not understand or be supportive of your goals and your dreams and your desires. You know, if you know someone who's a cynic and pessimistic and negative, why would you go and tell them all the things you want to do? Because you know that they're going to try to rain on your parade and hold you back from that. So I know for me, when I was building my business, I had a lot of people didn't believe in me. And I just decided, you know what? I'm going to practice in private because you always get rewarded in public for the thousands of hours that you practice in private. So, you know, behind the scenes, a lot of the things that I do, no one sees it. I don't get any acknowledgement for it, but I do it because I know it's right for me. And sure enough, you guys get to see some of the benefits from that. You guys get to see my apartment and the lifestyle that I've been able to create. That's only because of the thousands of disciplined hours and sacrifice that I've worked behind the scenes that nobody else knows of and sees. So that, that's really the key thing. Someone also asked, do you, have you ever gone all in on your goals? And the answer is yes. I go in all, all in all the time. And I remember it was a moment for me, moving downtown Vancouver was a big step. And one thing that I always learn is that, you know, when you make something a must, you find a way. If you burn your boat, you have to take the island, right? That's what the, you know, the Trojans did, you know, ancient Greece. You know, they're going to invade an island and take it. They found the best way to take and overcome an island and win the war is to burn your boats. When you burn the boats, you arrive at the island. There's no possibility of retreat. There's no possibility of going back, and so you're forced to do it. I always use the analogy is that if someone had a gun to your head and said, you've got to find a way to make a certain amount of money, you've got to find a way to build a business and make money, you would find a way because it's life or death. It's a must. It's important enough for you. I don't care what excuses you have of time and money, whatever, all of that goes out the door, out the window when you make it a must. When you decide that I will find the way, if I can't find the way, I make the way. That has incredible power. So I know for me, I put myself in situations where I was forced to grow. I was forced to find a way. I didn't know how I was going to pay my rent, but when you put yourself in that situation, you become resourceful. I remember you know, paying for a seminar and a coach. I had no idea how I was going to afford it, but I decided, you know what? If I invest and I commit, there's no retreat. There's no possibility of going backwards, so I have to find a way. You know, for my products and courses, I always offer a 30-day money-back guarantee, right? And we, you know, we do that because if you're not satisfied, we want to make sure we honor that. But honestly, most people, they use, like, in many ways, I kind of hate the refund, the 30-day money-back guarantee, because it gives people a way to back out, it gives all the dabblers a way to retreat. And, you know, I was talking to someone the other day, and he said, Stefan, I want to, uh, you know, I want to go through your course. And, uh, you know, after 30 days, if I don't get a result, then I want to refund it. And I said, dude, don't buy it. 
don't buy my courses, don't buy my products because you're never going to make it because that's the dabbler mentality. You think you're just going to buy a course, a product, whatever it is, and your life's going to change in 30 days and then you don't, you're going to blame that and get a refund and go on to the next thing? That's the definition of a dabbler. A dabbler is someone that goes from one opportunity to the next and they don't fully commit and go deep. You think you're going to build a business in a month, whether that's publishing or Amazon, whatever it is, and you're going to you know, it's, that's almost like saying, I'm going to plant a seed in the ground and I'm going to water it. I'm going to come back after a month. And if I don't see anything, then I'm just going to abandon it. That's not how you build a business. That's not how you change your body, a relationship or anything. You got to commit long-term. You got to make it a must in your life. You can't have that back door of retreat of, oh, if I don't feel like if I get lazy, then, then forget about it. That's the worst mentality to have. When you commit to something, you got to understand what a commitment is. When I commit to something, it means that it's done. It's done. There's no possibility of retreat. There's no excuses. There's no, I changed my mind. There's no, I don't feel like it. There's no, I don't have time. I commit to something, it's done. That has incredible power. So when I see people that, you know, they, they buy a product of mine and they, they want a refund and they, they have some sort of excuse, I just can tell they're not committed enough to it. You know, when you commit to something, commit, go all in, do whatever it takes, burn your boat, don't have that possibility at the end, you know, I can always back out or change my mind or whatever, put yourself on the line. You know, that's, that's what I do. You know, when I move into an apartment, I sign a year lease. A year lease means that I'm committed for a year to pay a certain amount of money. I can't back out. I can't change my mind, decide I'm going to move out. I've invested thousands of dollars to move into this apartment. I had furniture deliveries. I got the AV guy. I've got all this sort of stuff. I'm committed to living here, so I can't back out. I've got to find a way. That has incredible power. So don't be a dabbler. You've got to go all in on your future. You've got to bet on yourself. And what's more important? You know, whenever people say, you know, I can't afford to give the time to a course or I can't afford the time or money to build a business, what's more important? What are you doing that's more important? Tell me, what are you doing that's more important? You know, watching TV and spending time on Facebook and, you know, working at your job, you're not going to change your lifestyle until you make building a business, your business more important than your job. You're going to make your future more important than what you have today. You got to make it more important. And it's not until you decide that, then you know, you're going to stay stuck exactly where you are. The help is available. I've created the help. I've provided it. You just got to use it, implement it. And that's, I, I love people that take my help, that listen to it. Those are people I want to work with. The people that don't, you know, you're just not ready. Maybe in the future, awesome. But you know, I can't help you if you can't help yourself. If you're not going to, I can provide the help, the resources. I can share. I can be transparent. I don't hold anything back. Hopefully you guys see that. Um, it's all there for you. You just got to apply it. You can apply it. Your life will change. All right. Let's see what other questions you guys have. Uh, yeah. So someone said, I'm going on vacation for tomorrow for five days. Can I start next week even if I sign up today? Yes. When you sign up to the course, Morning Ritual Master, you get lifetime access, meaning you can log in a week from now, a year from now, 10 years from now. You'll always have access to it and all the updates. Is it possible to juggle many goals at once? Uh, the answer is yes. 
You know, you want to have multiple goals, but there are certain goals you want to focus more on at different times of your life. So, for example, you know, you might have goals. I always have goals throughout the year and goals I'm always moving towards and I have rituals for that. And some goals I'm more focused on a certain project, a business goal, a launch, a fitness competition where I'm, I'm spending maybe most of my time towards that. But you always have to make sure that you're growing in every area of your life. It's not like, okay, I'm going to focus on my business, so I'm going to ignore and neglect my relationships, my health, my emotions, all that sort of stuff. You do that and you're married, you have kids, you know, that's going to lead to a divorce. You do that, you don't pay attention to your health, that's going to lead to cancer or heart disease. So you have to make sure that you always are making progress, you have goals for every area of your life. But again, you want, want, want to focus on certain ones that are higher priority that you might focus on more of at a certain time of your life than others. And that's totally fine. It's okay to get out of balance at times as long as you return to center. All right? No one is 100% balanced all the time because at times you're going to focus more on this and then at that, but you always have to return to that balance. Very important. Okay? Awesome, guys. Thank you for all the You identify disempowering rituals. Well, you ask yourself, what is this ritual doing for me in my life? Is it enhancing my life or is it disempowering my life? You know, only you can decide that. In some cases, some rituals that might seem negative can actually benefit your life. You know, having a ritual once a week to hang out with your friends and do fun things, maybe play video games, that can actually enhance your life. But maybe, you know, as long as it's not an everyday ritual, you're spending every day playing video games or watching TV, at that point, maybe it's destructive for you. Maybe it's not going to serve you. So you've got to decide, and again, it's based on what you want, and you have to look at yourself and ask yourself, is this serving me in my life? Is this enhancing my life? Is this helping me get to where I want to go and where I want to be? Someone asked, when does it end? 48 hours from now. So 48 hours from now, the coupon code will no longer work, which again is MRM10, 27 bucks, 48 hours, morningritualmastery.com. When you find your uh, values aren't in alignment with your goals, how do you change your values? That's a really good question. And that's a question that honestly would be a very deep conversation how to shift that. But one of the ways that you shift your values is number one, you gotta know what your values are. You gotta have the awareness of it. And the way you identify your values is you ask yourself, what's most important to me in life? You have values for different areas of life, but general life, it could be relationships or business, What's most important? Is it love? Is it happiness? Is it success? Is it money? Is it uh, passion? Is it adventure? What's most important to me in life? And you make a list. What else is more important? What else is most important? You have a list and then you, you realign your values to identify which is the most important out of that list. And then you ask yourself, you go through each value and you ask yourself, what's the consequence of having this value in this position in my life? Of me valuing this more than this? For me, at one point in my life, I valued success more than happiness. What's the consequence of that? Is that if you value success more than happiness, then you're not going to experience happiness until you're successful. That's, that was a huge conflict in my values. Then I realized if I shift happiness and make that more important than success, 
then I'm going to be happy regardless of whether or not I'm successful, right? I'm going to happily achieve as opposed to achieving to be happy. And the way you make that shift is you associate to the consequences of that, the, the pain and pleasure. You readjust it and you make it a list and then you reinforce the values that you want every day as part of your morning ritual, morning ritual mastery. You reinforce that. The course will teach you how to do that. You make that consistent and then you, then you experience that shift in your values. And your values you want aligned with what it is you want, your goals, your vision. Because if you have a conflict, then you know, you're going to take two steps forward, two steps back. You're never going to get ahead. All right, guys, so we're going to wrap up soon. Any further questions, you guys can leave them here. Thank you guys for joining me today. It's been a lot of fun. Hopefully, you guys received a lot of uh, value and benefit, and hopefully, you guys uh, joined the, the program. And someone asked me if I've read uh, Maxwell Maltz's Psycho-Cybernetics, and yes, I have. Great book on visualization, the power of the mind. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you. I appreciate you very much. Awesome, guys. Um, so we're going to call it a day. Uh, thank you guys again so much for joining today. And again, if you want to take advantage of Morning Ritual Mastery, just go to morningritualmastery.com. Use the coupon MRM10. 48 hours from now, it will end and disappear. If you want to buy it for 37 bucks, great. It's still way, you know, well worth the value of that for sure. Someone said, what is the program about in 10 seconds? It's about creating a morning ritual and making it last so it can transform every area of your life. And if you go to morningritualmastery.com, you'll learn about it. All right, my friends, thank you so much. God bless. I appreciate you all. You guys all mean a lot to me. We'll do this more often. I'm going to Las Vegas next week for Business Mastery. I'll share with you guys a little bit more about you know, what I'm going to be doing and what I'm going to learn, and we'll do another stream soon. And I'm still getting settled into my apartment here, and I'll do another tour for you guys and show you guys um, a little bit about that when it's done. All right, guys? So take care. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing week. Have an amazing ritual. Make sure you create them and create the life that you want. All right, guys? Take care. Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level.